This episode of First and Wild is brought to you by iParty Boat Rentals. When you touch down in the MIA, the 305, for the turn up, a celebration, a birthday, a bachelor party, a bachelorette party, celebrate on the water with iParty Boat Rentals. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and all social media platforms to book yours right now. iParty Boat Rentals, pontoons, 24-footers, yachts, whatever you need, we can make it happen. So once again, when you come down to Miami and you're done with South Beach, you're done with Wynwood, make sure before you leave, you have fun on the water with iParty Boat Rentals. Now, enjoy the first and wild podcast oh what up what up it's your boy slim city live this is the first wild podcast and uh this is just a a icon a brower legend um not really much to say about this 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 gentleman right here man but he's definitely a gold credit needs to be given when it when it's due so y'all welcome i hate julian to the podcast what's good bro what up slim chilling man my longtime friend all right listen 07? 08, 08. I graduated at high school 08, so okay. you met me in college. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. Damn, dog, it's been a while. Like, every time I see that picture come up. Uh, the first party? Yeah. Biggest, biggest movie ever? Yeah. But you had a Slurpee shirt on or something like that. I don't know what I was wearing. I think that's when you was like, you was, your whole branding thing was bringing a Slurpee to the party. Slurpee, yeah. The Slurpee runs after the club. Yeah. And my brother used to tell me like, nigga, you keep fucking around. My brother, a doctor, but he's telling me like, "Yo, you gonna get them fucking diabetes? Keep doing that shit." And, and eventually, like, it really scared the shit out of me. I was nah. like, "Damn, I don't want to get diabetes." Nah, yeah, good times though. That was legendary. Yeah, man. So first and foremost, congrats on all your success as far as 2K and of course the I Hate Julian brand. Thank you. Um, guys are definitely moving in the right direction as a as an entity, and um, it's just great to see. And like, it's great to be like, yo, I, I, I know them. I seen it from the ground up. So, yeah, congrats, man. Appreciate that. So, what's up, man? Where you from, bro? Where am I from? I was born in Jamaica. A lot For of real? People, when I tell people that, they don't believe me. I don't believe you. You got a joke on your arm? I don't. I would. Well, yes, yeah, you post joke. All right. The hospital I was born in was St. Joseph's Hospital. Mm. Um, you got dual citizenship? I do. I have dual citizenship. Lit. Um, but, yeah, when I tell people that, they don't believe me. But um, I, I, moved, I only was there. It was like, it's a crazy story. Yeah. My mom, my dad got my mom pregnant in high school. Mm-hmm. She didn't know she was pregnant until she graduated. She was a senior. You know, graduation is like June. Yeah. So she was like six and a half months. And that's when she found out she was pregnant. She was scared to tell her parents, my grandparents. Of so she lied to them and told them, like since I graduated, can y'all, I want to be in Jamaica for the summer? Mm. Just because she was scared for them to find out that she was pregnant, because they, my mom and dad weren't together at the time. Okay. Right? Um, so she spent the summer in Jamaica, and then that's when I was born in August. And then as soon as I was born, she told them, you know, there ain't nothing they could do now. I'm already here. But that's why I was born in Jamaica. But my oh. family, I have a Jamaican background. Yeah, uh, it's funny because back in those days, I, I interviewed my mom on the podcast and I asked her about uh, the, that type of lifestyle. Like when people used to get pregnant, like back in the day, they used to send them a country. Mm. So you used to go off into the country like Trelawney and all those places. And like you can't, you don't come back to the baby. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's just crazy, man. And imagine how easy to keep a pregnant, pregnancy a secret. You know, how old are you now? 30? 29 About to be 30 in like two weeks Oh word? Yeah Shit mm-hmm. Damn dirty 30 bitch Yeah What we what we doing? I mean it's just, it's weird times right now So I don't no, know Y'all niggas up to something Just make sure I'm invited <laughs> I'm pulling up Nah but um 
Yeah, like uh, it, it's um, way easier to hide a pregnancy like 30 years ago than as now. opposed to yeah. now. You know, girls are just they just disappear on social media, <laughs> yeah, and then they reappear with a baby. That That's usually be, how it be. That should be funny. Yeah, man. So you moved here as soon as you were born, pretty much. Yeah, I think I spent like two months, so probably around like September, October. Okay. I moved here and I lived in Florida my Ever whole since. life. Yeah, South Florida, Broward County. So you live with your grandparents at the time, like your yeah, like as a young. But my mom also lived with them as well. Mm-hmm. So it was like a big. It was both my grandparents, me and my mom, and. On the weekends, you know, I was at my dad, who also lived with his parents. Yeah, they were seventeen at the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, so, I, what, I, what do you think about growing up in that type of situation? Like to me, honestly, like I know, I know the ideal American household is mm-hmm. like both parents living together. Yeah. But for me, just speaking on my experience, I feel like I liked it that way. Mm-hmm. It was like it was refreshing to literally. Like have two different families And I guess the reason Why I liked it Is because Everybody was involved In my life It wasn't like Yeah I, I, I didn't have do- a deadbeat that de- You get what I'm yeah, saying Yeah you didn't have A dominant side of the family Right so That's very, it was, very true when it, Whether it's holidays Or whatever I would spend half the day At my dad mm-hmm. And his family galore Half the day With my mom And his family galore Like so Yeah It was a lot of love A lot of family So I, I liked it that way Like I think If my parents were together And they lived together Clearly, I'll be a, a different person. You think so? Yeah. Is but it, do you, wait, wait, wait. So let me hold on. Let me roll back because I know you got brothers. Yeah. So the brothers are from the same parents, or y'all have? No, we all have the same dad, but all have different moms. But they all the situations are all the same. Like I don't know if my dad knows how to pick them, but like all families was involved, and like my 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 brother that's closest to me, CJ. CJ. His mom was like my mom when my mom couldn't be my mom, yeah. and vice versa. My mom was like his yeah. mom, and then later my brother Kyle, mm. who's ten years younger than me, yeah. his mom became my stepmom, and so like they always got along. Like you know, it's just yeah, like, yeah. It's I don't know. I don't know. Very, my dad just got lucky. Yeah, he did. He did. Like I mean, that takes a lot of maturity. No child support. No yeah, like, because even me in my own personal situation, it's like. There's a lot to navigate, and it takes a lot of like maturity to handle the situation, especially on on both ends. I'm not even gonna just say her, but for me as well. So I think about it all of the time, like you know, and, and sorry not to cut you off. No, you like, good. The radius helped. So like, well, y'all was close by. Everybody was like 15 minutes within each other. Oh, okay, whether you're gotcha. going east, west, like you get what I'm saying. Oh, it's, definitely. That helped a lot. It's not like like your situation or like it's not like another state mm-hmm. another county another city like it was all Broward damn yeah that's what's up dude. I lucked up yeah you lucked up damn so um yeah you did have a bro- that you did have a little I remember your little brother yeah he goes That's to CG. FIU now oh where was my, he my, he's, he played- a R- he's a RA Oh, he was responsible as nigga. You was an RA too. I was. Damn. I told him. I'm. I'm like, it's crazy. Oh, Why? Like, <laughs> we kind of have like the same, same life path. path. He's into the same shit you into? Not really. He's he's shy. He's not. He's into video games. He's no, not. Okay. He's not into like. What's CJ doing? CJ, he's working. He got a daughter. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, he do. So he he working hard. Damn, when you gonna have your jit, bro? Man, sometimes I feel like I'm not gonna have a jit. <laughs> you should be a cool it's, ass uncle, dog. I mean, I don't want to, but I'm just saying. Sometimes it's just like. I don't know. It's a, it's Sometimes a, I wish I like how my parents. Since we're talking about parents yeah. and jits, how my parents was seventeen when they had me. I wish I could do that because growing up, 
don't get it twisted like they were parents but like when i when i graduated high school and turned 21 and stuff like them being so close in age age to me like like i my dad used to like our first parties my mom and dad used to both come like you feel yeah, me? Yeah, with yeah, their yeah. Friends, friends like just yeah, in the corner yeah, like, like you feel me like Dot, hold on, I'm and go. I didn't. I wasn't embarrassed. Like most, I feel like most people. Oh, definitely. My age, Yo, my mom came to my birthday party. You was embarrassed? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Wow. I knew it was gonna go to shit. Uh, like I, I was on a mic. I remember Bayside Hood expressions. I remember I was on a mic and I was like, I wasn't being myself because mm. I know they were there. You know, my parents are very Christian church every Sunday. Uh, Deacon Beverly, all oh, that. Okay, so okay. I seen. Now my dad was there. I know he cool. Yeah. But my mom and her aunt sisters, I was like, man, it's so Don Don got on the mic. Famous line. <laughs> nah, none of that shit. <laughs> Don Hot came up on that mic and said, "Something about a girl with a pussy out, dog." My, you just, I you literally cringed. looked over and I just saw them getting up and walking out. I said, "Yo, this is based on Yeah, that's a bop. Nah, I know. <laughs> like that shit was crazy. I was like, but now more so now I I, I care less now. I'm, I'm old. Oh, yeah, you older. But like even I just I never was ashamed. Like yeah. For some reason, with my parents, I don't have shame. Like, and I wasn't even like my mom. I would say, like I was closer with her as far as like opening up. Mm-hmm. But I, I had a close relationship always with with my dad. But I didn't open up to him as much. Mm-hmm. But I just never was ashamed. Yeah. Like no matter what it, what, nah, even yeah. in high school, I was doing stuff in high school. I was rapping in high school. I let them hear my songs. I was talking like I had a song called "In the Bedroom," talking about like you know me. I'm a freak in the bedroom. <laughs> I let them hear that as soon as I made it. So I always, <laughs> what did your mom say when she heard that shit? She just she's like, oh god. But I always remind her like, look, I'm my dad's creation and your creation. So it came from y'all <laughs> somehow. <You feel> me? <laughs> Put blame on their ass. Yeah, <laughs> like y'all created me. Hell no, that shit wild, bro. Damn, so what, so you went to school in uh, middle, middle, uh, everything? I went to Sunrise Middle School for a lot of the high school. High school. And then FAU. Damn, bro. You're not even Haitian. How you in the Bad Lauderdale? Magnet program. They had a, was it pre-law? Uh, yeah, that's not, I was in Cambridge. And, okay. Um, so pretty much, uh, I always wanted to go to my home school. Which was? Uh Plantation Middle, Plantation High School. Oof. My mom, like I, I used to like, I used to hold a grudge against her because yeah. she didn't want me to go. Not because there was nothing wrong with the school, but she wanted me, she just want, no matter what school it was, mm-hmm. she wanted me to be in a magnet program. Yeah. And um, so Sunrise, because I went to, my, my elementary school was Virginia Schumann Young, which was east on, on Broward. So Sunrise was in the vicinity and so she checked that out. She mm-hmm. was telling me about the magnet programs. I wasn't really trying to hear it. And I ended up going to Sunrise, ended up like loving it. And yeah. f- for Lauderdale, like a lot of people from Sunrise. It's beautiful Lauderdale. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of my teachers, I literally thought, okay, I'm going to do middle school away from home, quote unquote. Yeah. But high school, I'm going I'm to go to Plantation High. You would have been so Jamaican, though. No, but look, <laughs> my middle school, my seventh and eighth grade teacher in middle school, he he taught at Sunrise and he taught at Fort Lauderdale High. Mm. He was a lawyer, so he he was a lawyer. Yeah, and he um he only did one class at Fort Lauderdale High, just the law class in the morning. Yeah, but he had a good relationship with my mom because like I used to act up in class, and 
Like she always used to tell him, like, call, don't hesitate to call me. Like my mom used to come out there. I used to get whoopings in front of in front of the class in middle school, all of that. Damn. So she valued like they had a great relation. Yeah. It was like a white Jewish guy, Mr. Katz. Um, he just said like Julian should go to Fort Lauderdale. It has three different magnet programs. It was the pre-law, it was Cambridge and ASI advanced mm-hmm. studies. So I was in the Cambridge and Advanced Studies. I was so mad because I literally in walking distance, I live eight eight minutes walking away from Plantation High. Plantation High was like a legendary high school. I bro. wanted to go there so bad. And Especially, I think you went there the year you went there, you, so you went to high school the years they was like running shit in football. Right. So yeah. look the main reason I wanted to go to Plantation, which had nothing to do with school or nothing like that. They were allowed. They allowed their students to go off, off campus, campus lunch. for lunch. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I need that. And yeah. and just being a nigga, I wanted to be able to walk, like, not even go somewhere for lunch. Like, I could go to my house for lunch. Yeah, like, you know, bring a girl. But I'm of just course. thinking of savage all, life. Yeah, yeah. She was not having it. I went to Fort Lauderdale. So I ended up I'm loving smart. it. And but yeah, she is because. Yeah. What it did, this is how my popularity started. My mom actually, I would credit her for aiding to my popularity because I was so popular at Fort Lauderdale High School because of the stuff I did. I was in student government. I hosted the pet rallies. I did all of that. But also, I I was popular at Plantation High School. Even though I didn't go there, when I came home from school at Fort Lauderdale High School, like I had a new group of friends. friends I was hanging, yeah. So I was the cool kid here and there. There. So it like... Unintentionally, it opened up my network. That so is, it was like blessing in the no, sky. No, that, that's exactly how I, I got popular. I was born in Southwest Miami. So Southwest mm. Miami is a whole nother world. Right. And I went there for, I lived there up until fifth grade. And then we moved abroad after Hurricane Andrew. But my dad still lived in Southwest. Mm-hmm. So all those cats that I went to elementary school with, they stayed down there. And my god brother, who was a year older than me, I knew all his friends and my god sisters right. and all that. So I was always familiar with that community. Then, of course, moving to Broward. Living in Pembroke Pines in Miramar, but going to school at Nova, and Nova took in kids from everywhere. Yeah, that that just that, that shit was crazy because you you literally when you get invited to parties and you get parties from fucking Cold Springs all the way down to fucking Miramar. Mm-hmm. So you you your network is being built, and I play ball, travel ball, and that was just another extension of of your name. Right. So the minute I, I wanted to do something, it was like. Oh, he does that, and then I went to FIU, so it just kept it real local. But yeah, it, but yeah, that that's like that was like a blessing in the skies, like yeah. being going to a school so far, mm-hmm. and then coming back home, and then you got your other friends. So I had neighborhood friends that also went to other schools. I had Plantation High School friends, and yeah. then I had Fort Lauderdale High School friends. Yeah, so it's like you feel damn, me? that's what's up, man. So when the first time, it's the first time I podcast, niggas talk about losing their virginity on here. So when the first yeah. time you got some pussy. First time I got some pussy, I was 15 years old. Um, Do you remember her? Yeah, Tiffany. Damn, I'm not supposed to hear her name, but whatever. I mean, she's older, so the whole story. <laughs> I said this on my podcast, but. She took advantage of you? Nah, not, not in my eyes. Yeah. Like people, like Star, mm-hmm. she said that's, that's considered rape, but. Basically, I don't think men can claim rape, but I get it. Basically, I used to play ball at Central Park and Plantation on the weekends. And she was the girl at the front desk. She was in college. Mm. She went to Nova. (laughs) But that was like her little job. Job, side hustle, yeah. And I used to just like flirt with her. Like, you know, we had to check in, show your ID. ID, yeah. All of that. So I used to just flirt with her, think nothing of it, whatever. So 
She plotting. Like we started getting cool, I guess, and she started taking me home. So because I used to, ta- I used to either ride my bike there or take the bus there. So there was one day that I took the bus there and we played ball so late, like the bus had stopped running and I was about to walk home. She was like, I'll take you home. She took me home, boom. So then I started asking her like to take me home all the time. She was doing that. That's all she was doing, taking me home. (laughs) Then one day she just fucking like took a detour and I'm like, where are we going? She's (laughs) like, oh, I just got to change real quick. I got somewhere to go. So we went to Nova. The school. Yeah, I think she was like, her second year in college. Mm-hmm. Went she lived know, on campus. She was living on campus. Oh, shit. She was, so, you know, she parked the car. I'm chilling in the car. You gonna and, come upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm 15 years old. So, I'm like, hold on. All right. Uh, so, at any point in time, it was like, I might get some pussy? Nah. Nah. I'm just like. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I didn't want to think too much into yeah. it. Yeah. I got up there. She went and took a shower. She's like, yeah. She gave me the remote to the TV. This is when she had like a fucking 12-inch TV on the dresser. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she came out with just a towel on. And I'm like... What's happening? What was about to happen? And then, long story short, we had said that's when I lost my virginity. So I lost my virginity on Nova Southeastern campus. Damn. Legendary. That's when the legend was born. Yeah. Oh, man. You use a condom? I did use a condom, but crazy enough, I guess my nerves were so crazy. Yeah, of course. Like, I didn't even, like, I didn't finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you feel me? So, and I just remember, this is how I knew I was just a crazy nigga. Like, when she she dropped me back home, and then she really did have somewhere to be. And then I was just like, I took off the condom. I didn't, I still had the condom on. And I was scared to go inside my mom's house. And I'm like, yo, I I went in the back by a tree, and I'm just like, I'm just like absorbing everything smell. I'm like, oh yeah. shit. Like I said, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I remember I went I went inside and I added her on my I searched for her on MySpace and I added her because I wanted to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so you just fucking a college girl. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that's lit. Other way around go, you're going to jail, but such is life. Yeah. That's the double standard that we live in today. But like I said, I ain't feel like she took advantage of me, man. I feel like she was like, this nigga needs to see what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and it's always good to like, you know, especially like when you have sex now in our older age and you kind of reflect back to when you were having sex when you first started, like, nigga, I was not having sex. What the fuck right. was I one doing? Posi- it was one position the whole time. Yeah. Like, like, what was I doing? Like, what was I really doing? like? Because it's like you had sex, but when did you really start having sex? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which I think was like college. I was myself was a late bloomer. I had sex when I was sixteen. Didn't have it again till like my senior year. Mm. It was just I was just like, okay, I'm fine. Like I was like, no, I was turned off to it. Not turned off to it, but it was just like, I don't know. I was just weird. I believe I don't remember when it was, but I believe it was in the summer. But I remember coming back to school the next year. I was just super confident. Like, oh, yeah, dude, of course. Hold on, let, let me, now now peep this theory out. Do you ever notice when in your younger time, younger years or in the in up and coming time of uh, Julian, like you would fuck a bad bitch. You know that bitch was a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And then you just like after you knock down that bad bitch, like other bitches just kind of like gravitate towards you. Uh, what you mean? So like. Like, like if, you just, if you just we we, we fucking bitches okay. now, you, now we're fucking sevens and eights. This is for example. Okay, and then you we're just, doing five. All right, let's let's be more realistic. Five and six. Five and sixes. Okay, but then you catch a motherfucking nine, ten, mm-hmm. 
and then and then it just changed your aura. Oh yeah, I and then you like, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's just like wait a minute, like yeah, you just women just kind of like started. It's just a weird shit. Like I I feel like that happened to me like a while ago. I was just like. Cause I've been like real chill since I've been back. You yeah. know what I mean? I've been real focused on some other things, and like opportunity presented itself. And like ever since then, it's just like, hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> I'm getting like a different vibe from women. I just, and ever since I dealt with that that individual, I just felt like a, a whole different energy is around me now. Yeah, for sure. I know, I know what you're talking about. That's just crazy. I, I, and I just peeped it like the other day. Like this is weird. But I don't know. It's whatever, though, man. So, um, you you originally started doing music in a uh, middle school, high school, high school. Yeah, I did music in high school. I was like the rapper at my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two mixtapes. I dropped them both my senior year, and um, I was supposed to perform one of the songs at my pep rally. Like I was in, so I like leveraged myself. I was in student government, mm-hmm. so. I set it up to where I You booked yourself? Yeah. I (laughs) I did my first booking. Yeah. (laughs) And everything was cool. I had a I had a cool ass um teacher for student government. So he was cool with it. Like he just he fucked with me. But like the day before, um the principal wanted to hear the song. Like, you know, let me let me see what you're gonna perform. The song was called What Up, (sighs) Bi. So at that time, it's, it's a while ago, Bid, we know like black people, the principal wasn't black. We know that you saying, what up, Bid? You're not calling somebody a bitch. bitch. So the principal heard it and she's like, no, that's profanity. I didn't curse in the song. Yeah. So I'm like, no, that's that's not. Like Bid is like a way of saying, Man, like I up? couldn't, I didn't know how to explain to her that. Yeah. Even though it's short, cause she was like, it's short for bitch. And I'm like, it a, is, but we're not calling, like, I'm not calling someone a bitch. Yeah, because you're using it towards anybody. Right. Yeah. So she basically, she didn't understand, you know, she think I'm trying to get over on mm-hmm. her. And so she's like, you can't perform the song. Mind you, I already, I just, I had like all my supporters, all my friends, I made like 30 shirts saying, what up, bitch? <laughs> so they was going to wear it at the pet rally. It was going to be crazy. I already made, uh, my fault, I already uh, made the shirts. <laughs> So I'm like, but I'm still a host. She said, yeah. you can still host it, just that portion of it. So I just told everybody, like, just wear your shirts then. I, I can't perform it, but just wear you your shirts. You should have just did and got suspended and called it a day. I should have. And, and low key, like, all my friends got in trouble. Like, once they saw people, because what, what they did, everybody wore a jacket that day with their what up bitch shirt under there. They took off their jackets. The principal stopped the pet rally and was pointing people out like, you leave, go boom, leave. And everybody had to go to like the internal suspension for the rest of the day. And so. Niggas took their first charge for you. It was like, Julian, bro, like you, I ain't even get to see, you know, pet rallies was big. So it's like, I ain't like, damn, you might as well have just performed a song. But I was like. Yeah. You should have just went to IS with them. Yeah. I I ain't ride for them by now. I was like, damn. damn. I'm watching them get escorted while I'm hosting a pet rally, damn. like going over the script. Like, yeah. next up, we got the football team. <laughs> like, and they, all my dogs just getting walked out. Damn. I, I think I would have, nah, you should have walked out. Nah, you did, you did right there. I was, because <laughs> low key, I'm shy, bro. <laughs> you ain't shy, nigga. Shut the fuck up. I am. All right, so um, 2008, you graduate high school, you start. FAU. Right. When is 2K Life created? 2K Life is created my freshman year, uh, towards the end, really. Mm-hmm. 
second semester of college, FAU, shout out FAU. Um, we just started plotting, me, Joel, and Rob. My birthday, August 14th, I think back to school was like August 17th or something. Yeah. So the idea, I was like, me being like a narcissist, I'm like, I want to have a birthday party, but like at a club. And them just like expanding on my idea. They're like, oh, why don't we just make it a back to school party? Like, fuck your, like it could still be your birthday party, mm -hmm. but why not make it a back to school party? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. So we started planning from like, like April. Yeah. And we planned a whole summer. We did a whole, we, our, our flyer, you know, everybody, we was thinking out of the box. Everybody had, <laughs> Like, you know, you put the, the cute girl off, off yeah. Google. Mm -hmm. We was like, we don't want to do that. We want people to know it's us. So we took a photo shoot. We all we all met up, did a photo shoot, like had our freshest gear on and stuff. And we put ourselves, all dudes on the cover. Yeah. You, know I mean? you was on the cover too. Probably Biggest was. movie. Oh, yeah. You yeah. had the shades. Yeah, I did. The little soldier boy shades. Yeah, I did. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so. Boom, back to school party. We call it we the name. Like we we paid attention to so many details. The flyer was very important to us. So that was that. Then the name of the party was like it was like, what are we gonna call the party? Because we're not just gonna call it back to school party. At the time, Jeezy was hot and he had a mixtape and a song on the mixtape that like everybody was bumping to was called Biggest Movie Ever. So it was like boom, biggest movie yeah, ever. Yeah. That's what we're gonna call it. Um Got you as the host. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. I want to say Don Hot. Killer Mike and Don Hot. They murdered it that night. Right. That Yo, that was one of those, honestly, no, that was one of those perfect storm. And I remember that night, I got a, I got a hotel room that night. In Boca? <laughs> like across the street. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was hotel. It was a hotel right across the street. Yeah. It was, so where we did, it was Club NYC. But yeah, so originally, we didn't have a long-term plan. Mm -hmm. It was just supposed to be a back-to-school party. Yeah. And it, what started as, oh, it's going to be Julian's birthday party was, let's show these niggas like we could throw a party. Because... Of course, every everybody in school is gonna. I think it was like two other parties, back mm -hmm. to school parties. So people had choices, but the the masses gravitate to us, and we only had one year on campus. So when we saw that, and we saw that, damn, like we must be some cool ass mm -hmm. niggas yeah, because yeah. we're technically this is our our second year in college. Like we're a couple of days in, and everybody wanted to come to our party. Yeah. Like we sold it out. It was crazy, and then people was asking for more. Um. And then that's what Did a fight break out that night? No, the second party yeah. Second party we did We had a fight break out it, Second party was at the same spot Yeah Fight broke out That was that was gonna be even better than the first Because like the Everybody didn't even get in And that was an all black party we did Called Anticipation And like I remember I was I there too on, on that party I literally spent um My What is it? Bright Futures money On yeah. my outfit Like I had a Gucci uh, collar shirt I, I yeah like I was like because I believe the hype like fuck it our first one like that I'm about to be a superstar <laughs> <laughs> and I was so mad when the fight broke yeah, out yeah, like, it was just crazy football players and shit but yeah that, so that's what that's what started um, I guess 2K Entertainment mm -hmm. this was before it was 2K Life right. it was just 2K Entertainment mm -hmm. so then one, we knew we had something going 
even even after the fight, we still had the people support. They knew it wasn't our fault. They knew it was beyond our control. So mm-hmm. then we just kept doing kept doing parties. Yeah. Um. What now? In the midst of all that going on, you you were doing some acting. Like, what was? How did um, that that happen? Dang, I might not be right on the timeline, but now nah, we all right. So when did that when did that come into play? Let me let me just. I'm trying to figure so, figure that out. To be honest, yeah. Like we was just some we was college kids with a lot of time on our hands. I w- I would say majority of 2K we finesse college. Like I graduated, got my degree and all of that, but like majority of our time was not spent studying or being in class or nothing. Majority of our time was spent working out, playing basketball, socializing, networking, like extracurricular activities. Yeah. So literally at times we was bored. Our fir- the first video we made we literally had a laptop with a webcam because this was before we had money to have like our own camera. Yeah. And we brought the webcam and recorded <laughs> us all around campus like doing a stinky leg. Yeah. Back when that was hot. <laughs> all on campus. Like we we interrupted like the cafeteria. We interrupted all of that and people yeah. were just laughing at that. So it's always like we always do something where we just like out of boredom or out of just like whatever. And then it turns into something. Everybody thought that that video was funny so we're like yo let's start doing skits we started doing skits uh ricky had finally got the camera so like who's on who's on this team now so i know it's rob like, you rob now Joel. are you saying but at that time as, as we're progressing i ain't gonna lie at that time we had a lot of people um y'all was deep though yeah we was deep and that was that was an advantage that we had but rob joel me ricky we still uh, pretty much the same PPC now. Yeah. Gary, Malik, Dez. What about Mike? Mike, yeah, Mike. Mike. Um, but he, Mike went to school in Orlando. But this is before. So mm. our another, I forgot to mention this. Another advantage we had is half of 2K went to FAU. The other half went to BC. Mm. So that's what made us win. So while we're competing with an FAU promoter, and they're competing with uh, a BC promoter. We're, we're bringing BC and FAU together. So the reason why our party was so lit is because all the niggas from FAU that we see every day on campus, mm-hmm. they're seeing girls they never saw before. Like, yo, who is that? Who is, you feel me? Like, she goes to BC. Yeah. They never seen it. So a lot of people that go to FAU don't all, all come from the South. They come from Northern. North, yeah, so yeah, now yeah. they're seeing different types of girls. BC, and then yeah. yep. niggas from... BC and women from BC, they seeing people like, who is this name? Oh, that's yeah. a football player from FAU. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a star football player. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like we opened up a network. Like it was, I'm not gonna say it's never been done before, but like that merge of FAU and and BC, you get me? Yeah. That was our competitive <clears throat> advantage. Yeah. So, so same remember, thing with the skits. Remember we were doing down in Miami at FIU, we're getting a lot of like, well, kind of Miami, we had like FIU, we had. UM and like Miami Dave, we see a lot of them motherfuckers. So it, it was a, those scenes are very interesting. Like the diversity in them, yeah. Like because you know that college scene is such a a niche market. And it is such so close circuit. Yeah. Like if an outsider gets in, like nigga, you you really had to look for it. Yeah. Or you knew somebody. But that shit crap. Them grown ass thug niggas taking all the college hoes because they have money and dope money exactly. and all that type it's of just, shit. It's just like the the mixture of cultures. Like, yeah. Literally, like. Like if you at the time if you was in a frat, if you went to a FAU a soul FAU party, all the focus was on you. If you was in a frat or on the sports scene, but now we bringing people from BC and then 
BC, that's a community college. So now we're bringing people from the hood that don't even go to college. So them niggas have money and all that. So it's just different, yeah, yeah, different, yeah. different angles to it. So that's that's how we like, that's how we took advantage mm. of <clears throat> our whole yeah. clique. So, um, so the first pool party was when? The first pool party was July 2012 at my dad's house. Okay, now, were you acting before that? Yeah, we was acting. Okay, we was, so what we was doing is just skits. Okay, when did you get in on the the movie movie? Um, damn. Cause I remember I never knew this until one day I'm walking in Walmart, cause I used to have a Honda, mm-hmm. and I had the TV in my car. So when I be party hopping on the weekends, I used to go to um, Walmart and go in the five dollar box, yeah, and grab shit, yeah, and hit the road. When DVDs was something, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. Thinking of the past, that's crazy. Real, I was yeah. telling my homeboy that the other day, like DVDs don't mean shit. No yeah, more. but I was like. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did this nigga start doing movies? Yeah, like when did the fuck did that happen? So I, was that before the pool party? I, I want to be in chronological. Damn. The movie was the movie before the pool party. Yeah, no, but close friends. Close friends was before the pool lined party. lined up with the pool party. Okay, okay, okay. The movie wasn't, but and then I want to mention the first like skit we did, written skit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a trend going on. Like wherever you from, shit ratchet, whatever a girl say. So mm-hmm. like if you from Baltimore, shit ratchet, Baltimore girl say, um, shit ratchet, Los Angeles oh, okay, girl say. Okay, okay. So our first skit we did was shit ratchet, Florida girl say. We did a skit at my mom's house, and without submitting, without like paying World Star before you could do all of that, they just picked it up. So it literally got like over a hundred thousand views. That was the first skit we ever did. So it's like we we had this trend of like trying something new. And then, like, the first thing we did, it, like, showed us that we're good at this. Yeah, So yeah. that's what got it. So I remember when that, that motivated us. We did skits for that whole year. And then Ricky was like, we should start putting more substance to it. Because we were just doing little funny skits based on whatever was trending. And that's when he started writing scripts. And that's when Close Friends came about. So Close Friends lined up. After the first pool, pool party. party. So yeah. July 2012 was the first pool party at my dad's house. Yeah. Close friends debut February that. 2013. Let's just, let's just talk about this first pool party. Um, so <laughs> I got a phone call one day. Yo, pool party ass, come through and host a little bit. And I was like, nah, hang out, be around y'all niggas? What, you wasn't trying to do it? No, I wanted to, but I was in a relationship at the time. Oh, okay. So being affiliated with y'all sometimes, it just doesn't look good in a relationship, though. Because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But shit, I was there. Me and DJ Bree, I think Nachi was there as well. He was. And I was like, what the fuck was going on? Like, that shit was crazy. Yeah, that was probably, that was one of the wildest. And I remember that, uh, that Q... Can't jump into your pool butt ass naked. Yeah. And then your dad came out. He was mad. I was like, what the fuck? And like everybody, that shit got shut down after that. But that shit had me in motherfucking tears. I was like, so back to what I was saying, mm-hmm. like you kind of introduced. So everything we did the first time was like such a major success. It like it took it took that first time for us to see the vision. Mm-hmm. So that first pool party, we didn't even like it wasn't a thing. My dad convinced me, it was my brother's birthday, CJ. I think he was turning 20. Yeah. He was turning 20. And he was like, 
why you don't do a pool party here for CJ? And I'm like, uh, not really. Like, it's summer. So, like, a lot of people go back, back home. Yeah. You feel me? So, I'm like, eh, I wasn't really. So, my dad kept convincing me and convincing me, like, yo, just do a pool party. He's like, just invite whoever's here. Like, you know, I'll cook. He really wanted to do something for CJ. So, I'm like, all right. So, I, I relayed the idea to everybody in 2K and it was not what my dad was th- he's thinking more intimate yeah, yeah, like 20, yeah, yeah. 25 yeah. people but at this time we are, we're, we've been doing parties so like the word is getting out and this is before social media like social media was around I'm sure there was Twitter Twitter, Twitter was the main Twitter, thing Twitter, Twitter. Instagram Twitter probably Facebook. had to have like a no 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 Instagram in 2011 that's what I'm saying but you had to have an iPhone, iPhone. yes you're so right so it wasn't you're like right. it didn't connect to everybody yeah but literally just from word of mouth like text messages my dad's backyard that probably I would say comfortably holds 40 40 people we we had like 150 so i know that sounds like a low number but when no. you when you see it, yeah, it experience yeah, it, it yeah. we we let everybody come like your entry free was to bring your own bottle and we were i'm i'm not going to lie check the dates but i think we was inspired by the movie project x yeah that inspired us so everybody came like literally if you was there you was drunk i was not drunk you was drunk no i wasn't Nah, trust me, I was paranoid. I knew I shouldn't have been there. Oh, okay, so you so had I, shit to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I was like, right, so I say no. But I came like, oh my niggas, I work with them. They booked me. Like I have yeah. a friend that now the bit it went from a business relationship to a friendship. So I'm like, of course I'm kind of supporting show face. You know, rock, rock a little bit. There's no money thing, so it's like vibe. These niggas support me. I gotta come show love when it's time to show love. Right. But when I got there, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, mind you. I'm from Pine. We don't we don't travel out here often. So yeah. I'm just like, nigga, a lot of it. Oh man, it was it was crazy. It was overwhelming. I was so I literally, least, yeah. literally everybody that was there had the time of their life. Mm-hmm. Girls, guys, people was in relationships. They still have fun. Like yep. it was it wasn't no problems. It was literally like yep. a dream come true. Yep. Like, was, and people were in the pool. Yeah, that's and that's another thing. We mm-hmm. was, but. We was we young, so we made sure people got in the pool. All all the dudes that was there, like we was throwing girls in the pool. But like, I guess the best part about it is that all of this got captured. Mm-hmm. So in t- 2012, people wasn't really on that mind- mindset of capturing everything that happened. So Ricky cap Ricky had his camera. He captured everything, and that post pool party he made like it into a music video style recap mm-hmm. video, and that's what sold it. And then everybody was like, "When are y'all doing another one?" And we're like. Well, we wasn't planning to do another yeah. one. That was just for my brother's birthday. I begged my dad, and he let me do it. My birthday's in August, so I told you July, so boom. The next month, we was right back at it. Everybody had fun again. Then we went back to school, and then that was the talk of the school. Like, dang, we need to go to one of them pool parties y'all be having. So then in March, spring break, we did another one, and then that's where, when Where was that? Where was the one? In March... I don't even remember that. It one. was it was at my uncle's house in West Palm Beach. I don't think I was there. And and really, we wasn't expecting much from that one either. One because August to March is such a long time. We felt like people forgot about it. But we we include you. Nah, you sh- you might have been there because the day before was the yacht party. Uh, might have been there. It was the day after the yacht party. Okay. And we was like, eh, it's in West Palm Beach. We're not expecting that much. But my uncle had a bigger house. So we had way more space. And literally, 
not only did people come from in the area like South Florida, but people was coming from Tampa and Orlando. Like, yeah. Just based off the videos. Yeah. And that's when we knew. After that point, we started getting more business. And we're not. And we, mind you, you're not charging to get in any of these. The the entry fee was you had to have a bottle. Okay. So that's how we built the core fan base. Mm. So. Like, you bringing a bottle for yourself, it's not for us. Yes, yeah. That ensured people that they're going to have a good time because, you know, parties and liquor go hand in hand. Yeah. And then once once that, like, we, I guess we got more business mind and we're like, we could. Make really money. Do, if people is coming from Tampa for this, like, yeah, we could we, make some yeah. money off of that. Just want to reflect on how dangerous that was, though. Just having parties in your backyard, no security. Nah, it was, I ain't going to lie. Um, shout out to my dad. I, I owe him money because... At, at the pool party at my dad's house, we had like this dude that was like 300 pounds. I think his name was Arthur. He jumped in the pool, broke the bottom of the pool deck, like cracked it in half <laughs> just from like doing some weird shit. Then in West Palm Beach, like they had a screen. And you know, when you're trying to throw girls in the pool, they yeah. running away and stuff. Yeah. We broke the screen down, like, but. I don't know. I think I ain't trying to put my dad out, but I think he had so much fun watching us have fun that he yeah, just let me slide. Right. You don't uh, gotta pay me. Yeah, but I got you, Dad. <laughs> Throw that big check. Now the big check's been coming in, but the when the bigger bigger ones coming, you got old boy. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. So, so these are the pre pool party. When was the first first official like official? paid? Yeah, the first official one was at Plantation Inn, and you was there too. Oh fuck, yeah. That was and, a funny day. And that was the the dope thing about Plantation Inn was it was an intimate space. Like it mm. wasn't like a huge venue. Yeah. Um, and that's when we started the Thonkini trend. Mm-hmm. So like before now, like every girl, if you go on Instagram, every girl got on a Thonkini. It's just like that's the norm. But when we introduced like we needed a marketing tactic. Cause we cause our pool parties was getting so popular, we're like, it's gonna be more dudes than girls. But we was like we just came together, and as a team, we were just like, yo, let's let. Who 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 had the idea? It came it came from Sheree. You know Sheree. Yeah, Sheree. At my dad's house, she was the only girl in a thonkini. So watching back the videos and the footage, we was like, yo, how about this? It was a small space, so we knew it was going to be a line. Mm-hmm. Our first thing was, if you wear a thonkini, you get to skip the line. You you couldn't you couldn't get it free. free. You get to skip the line. Yeah. So, a couple of you know it wasn't like all that. And then the next one we did at Plantation Inn was like you get to skip the line and you get in free. And then we just ran with that. That became like the the moniker, the thing. right. Okay. Donkinis and free. And you know it's just go hand in hand. If five hundred of your favorite girl local girls is wearing donkinis, like as a dude, you're gonna come. Definitely gonna. You get to up. see them in a rare element. Facts. Um. So let's talk about, I want to say the one after that was at the White House, after Plantation. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was at, um, because you were doing two two at a time. So no, we did three at Plantation then. We did Spring Break, Memorial Day, and July 4th. And then after the year after that, you went to, uh, uh, I think you went down to Miami after that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. Um, I really don't remember. I don't know it like that. <laughs> I know you was at White House one time. What are you talking about? Not White House. You talking about um, Phototopia? Photo, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's, it's crazy to develop. That was that was the one. Like we already we started making. That would have been that should have been the one though. No, that was the one. No, only reason it wasn't the one the sound. Right. But yeah, like we under we un, but we didn't. Yeah. It's like we our expectations wasn't as high yeah. as it should have been. Nigga, you I was charging a hundred at the door. No, that's what I'm saying. But that <laughs> that's not something we planned to do. We yeah. didn't. We wasn't planning to charge a hundred at the door, but the demand was so crazy. Yeah, like you had to niggas. I believe that was Memorial Day weekend. Troy Ave came. Yeah, yeah. Troy Sweetie Ave. was there. Sweetie. Yeah. Before she was Sweetie. Right. Um. The game was supposed to come, but he called us and like he was like. I need a section. Like it, the time he called us, it literally impossible. It was impossible to do. He didn't pull up. Rich homie Quan called us. He like you know at the time they. Was but how popping. how do you how do you how were you getting in contact? How were they? They were just literally call. literally. I'm like because my number is usually the one that's on the flyers. Literally, pick up the phone because I answer the phone during the party, and it's like yo, um, this is so and so. This is the game manager. We in Miami. We heard about the pool party. We trying to pull up. He needs this and that, but he needs a section. I'm like, he could come, but we don't like, you know. And they was not having it. Mm-hmm. But we, like, I would try to work with them. Yeah, because at them time, like game, that's like it's more Troy of a safety. Ab- it's a more of a safety issue. It is. And Troy Av really, he wanted all that type of treatment too, but he pulled up. He didn't call. He just pulled up. Yeah. And we met him at the door, like told him what the situation was, and he was like. His manager was trying to work out something more VIP, but, and then he was just like, "Nah, I don't care. I'll he's be a vibe. With the he's yeah, a vibe. Like, I'll he, be with he, the people." I, it's funny how, <laughs> and it's crazy when I when I met him, post everything years down the road, and I yeah. interviewed him on radio. Like he remembered y'all birthday party. I mean the pool party. Pool party. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, you remember that?" He's like, "Yo, man, that you, I need to find it, the uh, the audio of it." But it's crazy. He vividly remembers y'all party. Yeah, that was crazy. So he was the most down to earth, I guess. Oh yeah, he's definitely down. But he. At the same time, Rich Homie Con was huge at that time. Like he was yeah. beyond like a. Yeah. That's when him and Young Thug had all that. Yeah, until he said he that until he rapped that line about smashing his cousin. Yeah. Just went down the drain. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Yeah. But yeah, so that I mean that's like the that's the history of yeah. it. Like, but yeah, like I said, we we charged a hundred dollars at the door, not because we was being greedy, literally because we wanted people to turn away because. Mm. We were at capacity. The owner was tripping. Oh, hell, the tripping. You get what I'm saying? So let's like, we're like, okay, we could squeeze in 30 more people. Like, let's just try to do it. But it's people that's been waiting outside for mm-hmm. two hours, three hours. We charging a hundred, thinking like that's gonna deter people. It didn't like that didn't shun people away. Like they was like, yeah, okay, I got a hundred. That's with no bottle, no VIP. That's remember, just- man. I, I ain't gonna lie Sometimes when y'all You would call me And Joel would call me And we'd talk about certain things Like nigga If you would've just Fucking listened What you talking about I already know what you about To talk about Get a Bel Air when you walk in No the Bel Air and the sound two, Those are two things I was like yo the sound And like I said Yo the hundred dollar package Where you walk in there With Bel Air Cause you, We did that one time Yeah but y'all didn't promote it we, Towards the end Yeah it wasn't yeah. like a, But if it would've been Something like Like out the gate Oh y'all would've made it Y'all would've sold like no bullshit. But to be honest with you, it would make better. more sense if we're going to do a package like that. Whatever liquor we're going to make in the package, they, they got to be in line with us. They got to sponsor. No, I agree. I agree. No, I totally like, agree. Like, thinking now. Like, no, now. really, the Bel Air package, we're really just promoting Bel Air. Yeah, but at the same time, I agree with you, but I feel like that would have gave you the eyes, then don't, don't do it again. 
Mm. Like another liquor comes. Show them what we're about. Yeah. So another now Bel Air not doesn't jump on it. Now yeah. another liquor comes like hold the fuck up. Yeah. On it. I feel you. That's all it would have been. I wasn't against it, but logistic wise, it made it complicated because then you would have to have, like our lines is the crazy. No, you know what I'm saying? Logistic wise, it's not. Like in theory, it's simple. No logistics. You you, you come certain in. Certain venues. A Bel-Air. Certain, yeah. certain venues. You, you had, had the perfect venue for that. You had it. The one that was down on Winwood. That had like that back wall. Uh, all of these <sighs> shits is a blur to me. I ain't gonna lie, cause yeah. I be drunk at all of these shit. Yeah, that shit was crazy. The one I, I ain't gonna lie, I was scared of that one. I think Lajon Slim was that one. I thought I was gonna fall off the little stage shit. I was scared as fuck. Oh yeah, uh, Lajon Slim clean yeah. Zoe Dollars. Yeah. I thought. I no, you fall. talking about that's Doral. No, not the route. Not that the is route. the route. No, downtown. Wind oh Wind. no! Yeah, down the that nigga sh- that looked like Young Thug came to. I remember you. Yeah, saying. yeah. <laughs> it was Winwood. Yeah, Bree was there. I just remember like, damn, I'm gonna fall off this platform. I was like, please, everybody, please get down. Like this shit was shaking. That we always have a stage issue though. <sighs> Fucking stage. That's that's one of our flaws. We got a stage issue. That shit had me. I we like, got good relationships with everybody. Like you feel me? That's somebody. Yeah, nigga, but that shit was that, to me the stage was the, the people on stage was never the issue. To me, it was like a safety issue. That's what I'm saying. But everybody felt entitled because of our great relationships yeah. with people. But hey, luck, luckily enough, nothing. Thank God. Right. Knock on wood. Nah, man. So, all right, let's pull back a little bit, get back into what you got going on. Before, uh, let's talk about the acting. When, when, when did that really kick off? And when did you do your first movie? Like. How did this situation even come about? This is because I know there's close friends on campus, FAU students, whatever, right. whatever. And then I'm assuming the movie is after that. Right. So close friends. I might be right. I might be wrong. We did. We did four seasons, mm-hmm. but I don't know where intuition came in, but we did like three successful seasons. And then I think intuition came like. It was buzzing because we were filming on campus. So already that got the interest of people that go to FAU. Because yeah. when you go on YouTube, you could identify like, oh. Oh, I know that is. I go here. Yeah. Oh, that's my class. That's yeah. this and that. Or that's this person. That's this person. Did you, y'all didn't get no cease and desist from school? No. And we didn't ask for permission either. I ain't going to lie to you. No. That's what I'm asking. Like, how did this all we, ride? We never asked for permission. We just did it. But we, I ain't going to lie. We, we ran FAU. Like, we did a lot of stuff on FAU that... To this day, I'm I'm pretty sure that nobody has emulated or duplicated or did their own version. Of I don't know, but I got Deion Sanders' son out there now, boy. Shit, yeah, I'm gonna go to some football. <laughs> you know, for real, I'm gonna go watch. Yo, that's his. Uh, I, love, I love FAU, by the way. You love your school? Like that was the best experience of my whole. Like that time span was the best experience oh, yeah. of my whole. I love life. FIU to death. It was legendary. We ain't talking about FIU right now. Damn, dog. Don't be mad. <laughs> I tell niggas all the time. Nah, like, shout out FI, FIU. My, I said, like I said earlier, my brother go there. So yeah, but it's out. it's like a different beast going to school in Miami. It's a whole nother, like, I just remember spring break being a month long. I remember. No, fat. Well, I mean, we. Yeah. But we wasn't in Miami, but I know y'all probably got a more direct impact. Because we're 30 minutes away. Right. As opposed to like, our shit was, our yeah, shit was, was like, an hour away. Yeah, you kind of had to plan. I was like, nigga, let's go. Yeah. So I remember my freshman year, I fucked up and I scheduled my classes not thinking about spring break. That's oblivious I was. But every year after that, nigga, I made sure all my classes were like, for spring were like Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. And then all early classes so I can just get the fuck up out of there and hit hit the sand ASAP. So shout out to the Get Wasted Tour and all those things back in my day. That's what we did, Get Wasted Tour. But it, it, was, it was crazy, man. But yeah, so... 
we did close friends was successful once again world star picked it up shout out to world star mm-hmm. so that really boosted us we had t pendel in the series so that helped us a lot too yeah and fucking hilarious yeah like it was people like it was it was what everybody in college was going through because if y'all never seen close friends it's pretty much a relationship thing it's about three guy friends three girlfriends and they intertwine in relationships and they deal with all the stuff that everybody deals with cheating mm-hmm. lies deception how was your first sex scene on film like what was that like for you I mean by them times I was I was comfortable <laughs> so, I mean, but I mean for her like having fake sex if it was fake sex it was, it was fake sex <laughs> um it was cool like it was at my apartment yeah um like she was cool. She's she was actually like she's a lesbian. Mm. So she was comfortable too. It wasn't like nothing like crazy. You, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. in real life she was a le- not in the show. In yeah, real life she life. was a lesbian. So it it was cool like I was just in my comfort zone cuz really what helped me with close friends is that the whole crew is my homeboys. Yeah. So it's not like I'm in front of strangers. Okay, I got you. Got you. You got get you. what I'm saying? And so we did that. We'd have four seasons, four successful seasons, and it got like the quality and everything got better every season. But after that, um, I got hit up about Intuition, which was my first paid, paid feature film. Did y'all? But y'all got money off YouTube for close friends. Yeah, as a group, not me in the not yeah, as an individual, yeah. but as a group. Yeah. Then y'all just divvied it up equally, or no? We we put it back into the company. Okay, got you, got you, got you, got you. That wasn't y'all. The- never got reached out to be picked up by any station. Nothing. What station like, like Comedy Central Network nah, or anything like that? Nah, um, Deco Drive on Channel Seven hit us up. They did like a whole segment mm-hmm. on, on, oh yeah, yeah, because it was getting so big. And then the Sun Sentinel, that's dope. Yeah. Oh man, so Intuition first paid gig as first act- paid acting gig. Yeah. What was that like? It was dope. Um. Like they loved what we was doing with close friends, so the director was the director of close friends. So back, I'm back in my comfort zone again. You get mm. what I'm saying? And then we didn't even know that it would. We kind of knew, but it got picked up, um, like by the distributing company, and they put it in Netflix, Redbox, Walmart, and then you know you was getting residuals, right? What was it, what was those, those checks feeling like? It's not that much because I was like, it breaks down a lot of ways. So it's not that much, but it, it was just dope to see it. See it, yeah. yeah just, but it was nothing. I wasn't banking on me being like set for life off of the movie. No, nah, yeah, but just to, like, you just see to, the, the yeah. possibility. Fact. All right, yeah, yeah. And that's what I was telling you. Like when you moved to L.A., you did not want to move. Nah, I'm never gonna move. <laughs> what you move. mean? I, I I don't know. I think I I because because when you I sound, went, you sound like my mom. My mom been telling me to move to L.A. for no. Like, let me tell you why. Because even my, when my brother moved out there, he was like, "Yo, come out here, come out here." Cause he knew a lot of Frad and people from FSU that were doing a lot of things out there, and mm-hmm. he knew what I was doing. He was like, "I was like, nah, man, I love it down here." And one thing I would say when I watched you, you close friends, I didn't feel like I was watching like my homeboy. You know what I mean? I felt like okay, I I took you seriously. I yeah. saw you as a character. Not a, oh, that's name my nigga Julian. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn. When I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, this nigga, this nigga got it. I was like, this nigga get the fuck up out of here. Nah, I'm not moving. Why 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 not? Why are you so against it? Like, I ba- I, I I balance like comfort mm-hmm. and 
familiarity familiarity well, however you say yeah. that word I, I balance all that because those things motivate me so like comfort and being familiar with my environment mm -hmm. it's not something that keeps me content it's something that motivates me I don't feel like most people if they go to a new environment they would be motivated but I wouldn't like I'm not friendly mm -hmm. I'm not outspoken I'm not outgoing I'm not any of those things I'm being dead serious no, I, I You think I'm lying? A little bit I'm not I don't know I guess because I'm have, just saying like, Maybe because we have a friendship I see That's it what different. I'm saying It's different yeah, yeah. Okay, I if, guess. if we have four people In a room right now mm -hmm. And those two people I didn't know I'm talking to you The whole time That's just what it is Unless, Like they would have to Literally engage And I'm not I don't really Yeah You feel me I don't have that attribute And I've tried to But it's just not me Hmm and I feel like I'm at the age where, like, it's just not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're 29, 30, bro. You're not going to change. You're stuck in your ways. Damn, that's crazy, man. So let's fast forward a little bit. Pool party's popping off. Pool party's popping off. And 2015, you take it to a whole fucking other level. You get two. Wait, 2016? 2017? <laughs> oh, 2017. I'm yeah. like, what happened to 2015? I don't know. 2015? I don't know. But 2017. Going. You get two fucking. Hold on, you skip. I'll skip. Before you go into this segment, yeah. Rooftop Sundays, that was a big Oh, shit. That was big. Yeah. Damn. That was big. Remember, I had left. So I that's when you left. Yeah. I forgive you. <laughs> Nigga, that was the best thing. What? You, you save money. <laughs> I mean, that part, yeah. <laughs> you save money. That's when I took your spot. Yeah, but I, I was told you, like, bro, you, no, you had it. You didn't want me to do it. Yeah, you had it. I was like... I always just tell you all the time, like, bro, you see how you be cracking these jokes with me talking? It's the same shit on that mic, bro. But same like I said, shit. I told you, I'm shy. I'm not. I'm not. But like, you already up there. You already. But you was just, doing it from high school, bro. You're right. You been. It's not like you just like in that, that. I'm just learning that. I didn't even know you did all that in high school. I just learned that today. Yeah. So the fact that you've been doing this, come on, my nigga. Nah, I feel you. But yeah, rooftop Sundays. That was while the pool parties was popping. We entered. And so a weekly party mm -hmm. At first with partners With some people And Slowly but surely It it was just left on us The partners dropped out For whatever reason they mm -hmm. had And then it was on us And we just Like we carried the torch And Rooftop Sundays We really owned it And it became like A staple thing in Broward County Like For people If you Like If you live in Broward County And you lived there Since 2015 Like and you yeah. haven't been to Rooftop Sundays Like somebody would look at you crazy yeah. Every Sunday We did it every Sunday And that was our first No That's a lie Solstice was our first ever weekly party No I remember we did it once a month Every All first right. Friday yeah. But y'all did it weekly Yeah, yeah. Our night was once a month yeah. Alright so you're right Rooftop Sundays was our first, first. Ever weekly party So what was it like Carrying a weekly party like that was It was it? tough It was It was definitely a new obstacle And, and when you took over the building when I hate dates. Well, you know a year, but all right. So initially, when you started Rooftop Sundays, you, you were renting the you were out the gate renting the building. Just Sundays. Okay. So what was that like? Just the struggle of you guys, you know, carrying a, a weekly Every, party. Everything is like a process. So like, especially from I can only speak from my perspective, but like new things, like it takes me a while to like get in my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So. You know, I'm going to doubt it at first. I'm going to have optimism, but at the same time, it's going to be a splash of pessimism in it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to doubt it at first. And then 
I ain't gonna lie, this might be a toxic trait, but once I see what it could do for me mm-hmm. and what I, not even what it could do for me, what I could do for it, yeah. it's like the benefit of both parties, what I could bring to the table and what the table can bring to me. Yeah. Once I get that, I'm inspired. And so once I got that, that's when we took off. And like, ironically enough, that time when I felt that inspiration is when all the partners dropped out. So then it was all ours. So now I feel even more More inclined to it because it's ours. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Well, like partnerships and stuff like that, I might not feel inclined to it because it's like it's a shared thing. Like, okay, they could say that this is theirs too. Mm-hmm. But once it became only ours, that my pride went through the window. And you just went start going up. That's when we yeah, like every Sunday. <clears throat> I think what helped y'all cause the space was a very intimate space. Facts. So it was kinda like if you wanted to be there, nigga, you had to get there. The bottle was going crazy. But that came over time. Like, trust me, we start we started off slow. I'm, yeah, I guess you do. Cause remember when I got when by the time I was coming back to town and visiting, yeah, shit was crazy. It's like what the fuck. And then this is when I knew it was like super success. Like it would be sometimes when people would come out of town and it would be like an off night because like on Sunday before, to my knowledge, Sundays was not a day for a night for partying. But for some reason, when Rooftop started, like it became like a night. So not like, to live on Sundays. Uh, not even live because I wouldn't even say it's the same crowd. It's not. It's not. It's not the same crowd of people. But niggas, I know for a fact because I've done it a couple times. I would come to y'all and go to live after. I mean, you got to be a real partier to do that. Yeah. Because the way people like people that our our party started off in and at one, then we pushed it to one thirty, then sometimes we pushed it to two o'clock, mm-hmm. and people would get there at eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. In a two-hour span, like it would be people in there, Non-stop. in a section, ordering five bottles. Yeah, six bottles if it's a birthday. Seven bottles. So like, if you could go to live after that, if you could make that drive and then go drink some more. Only, only because I it was me and I knew people, and that's only I never I did. did that. My and here go a fact: I never been to live. What? Yeah, and I don't care about it. No, you gotta go. Sometimes you gotta go. Well, that's how you are. That ain't my environment, like I'm saying. And not an environment, but it's just sometimes you see things and get inspired. You get an idea. Not necessarily going to. You always told me that. Hey, one thing Slim has always told me, like I be calling Slim. Slim be calling me just randomly, and he always told me like you gotta go to these other parties and events just to see how they operate, um, like things that they show. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to. But then Corona hit. No, nah, fuck all that. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna start inviting you to those Caribbean parties that just be That's doing what the you most. You always told me to go to. And yeah, I'm because like, cause like their efficiency, how they clock their numbers, is such a nah. Yeah, like operational. Yeah, I do need to see logistics that. is crazy. But but y'all have great logistics as well. I will give you that. Sometimes I I'll be honest. Shout sometimes. to Rob and Des. I think they do a great job. Who's well in Gary? He's Gary. 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 Oh, let's not talk about Gary. The fucking door. He might act like he don't know who you is. <laughs> no, he I, he definitely looked at me sideways a couple times. I had to like Gary. Not really, nigga. Like he definitely no. He'll side eye me if I'm with people. Yeah. He definitely fuck up. Like I'm, I'm not coming. I'm coming with one person. Like I won't be here till next year, bro. Like, uh, yeah. I'm, one favorite. <laughs> like, but I, for the, out of respect. I I, re- I understand because you know I do my own events and I know big budget small budget events. If I'm coming, you will know ahead of time who I'm coming with. Yeah. I would never ever pop up with like a bunch of niggas. You're gonna know who I'm with well in advance. Yeah, Julian. if you came with five girls, Gary would not give you a side eye. That's a fact. Gary, yeah, I don't like rolling like that. 
That's just no, I'm, I'm just I know, saying, I'm I just, know I'm I'm Gary, in general, but I, I've sat back at that door and I've seen like, yo, this nigga is, nobody likes this nigga. Yeah. Nobody likes he him. He plays a role well. Like, yeah. I, I could never be in that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he, I'm he, too nice of a person. Yeah, Gary Derry definitely handles that role, but boy, I've seen that nigga try niggas at rooftop. I remember hanging around at the door one night like, it's about to go down right now. Yeah. I have to fight these... I don't know these pompano yeah. <laughs> niggas like why to get uh, but I was like well I'm leaving tomorrow so they're not gonna even gonna find me so I'm straight yeah. <laughs> but I remember one day you saw that nigga the way he looked at that nigga I was like yo this nigga's he wild got the, he got the security guard right there so he feels but it was like f- them niggas was big and yeah. there was a more than them but so I was just like and I was standing behind Gary just you know whatever just going to top it for a second yeah. I was like oh was Oh, we about to fight? Because <laughs> yeah. the security didn't look too sure of himself. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, man. I cannot be here, right here, and not do anything. I'll, I'll never hear the end of it. I'll be banned. Like, it was just a weird, very tense moment that Sunday. Yeah, it was wild, man. But he does his fucking job. He plays his role. And that's one thing I will say about the 2K family. Like, Niggas embrace their role. Like Joel does his job very well. Malik does his job incredibly well. Dez, even though he be high as fuck, somehow, <laughs> some way, he's functioning, you know. And even y- y'all girls, Robin, shout to Robin, love her to death. Yeah. The whole squad of them, Casey and all of them, Jeannie, like they just hold it down, man. They they really believe in the brand and the movement, and y'all really work together. And it's, it, I mean. It needs to be that story, that aspect of your guy's story needs to be told more just to inspire other people. Mm-hmm. Now, every time I have an interview, I always they always they always ask me like what's the key to success? And I always say teamwork and, and having a, a functioning team. And me just coming from sports and playing basketball and stuff, like I just know the importance of a team. Did you play a lot of them? Basketball. Yeah. Yeah. You was on the team? Yeah. Okay, okay. I was a captain. My bad, bro. Come on. Also you mean Arsenal team? Nah, oh, man, I'm sorry. I I dislocated my shoulder my senior year. Oh fuck! I'm sorry, bro. That's the worst. It's all good. Probably would have went D two. I probably wouldn't have been doing two K. Yeah, you right. Yeah. If I, if I thought if, if I, I if, if I'd have went D two, D three, JUCO, whatever. Yeah. Which was my dream. Yeah. My aspirations was to play college basketball, no matter at what level. But I guess me dislocating my shoulder was a blessing in disguise because I wouldn't have met the people I met. So yeah, I met. I we played Lauderdale one time in my four years. You went to Nova. Yeah, played y'all one time. Yeah, I had a great game against Nova. I had a great game against Lauderdale. <laughs> I like twenty eight. I like. It was, I, had, I, rem, I remember why because it was the first game of the season. Oh, okay. my senior year it was the first game of the season. I was like, why? Where the fuck is Lauderdale? I never, <laughs> I never been to that school ever. You know, that's the excitement when you're in high school. You get to yeah. go to these schools that you never see, especially out of district. You're yeah. like, fuck. Yeah, like when we used to play like Archbishop <laughs> McCarthy. Like, fuck, fuck is that? this? Yeah. I remember the time we played Boy Anderson, they scored like a hundred on us. Yeah, that was always nice. Fuck, I I knew that was the longest fucking game ever. But yeah, definitely a blessing in the sky. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, t- the big thing I guess would kind of catapult you as far as like after the pool party, you having two girlfriends, which was like wild at the time to like the common man like myself. <laughs> so like, I feel like it's not even wild no more. Damn, see, I'm nah, not there. I'm, <laughs> that's not my. And, and, oh, I and feel I, like in the perspective, I feel of like. like it's just it's right out there. Like, it's, it's hella shows about it. Mm. Is there? From what I see. I mean, people send me shit. I guess because I had... Yeah. People always, Was it like this? Yeah. So, would you do it again? Uh, no. To be honest with you... Yeah. I'd do it again with the same two girls. Oh, 
<laughs> but not I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt I highly doubt that's gonna happen though. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do it with two two new people. Two new people? Yeah. What why why do you why do you think like that? Like why? I the type of person I am, I'm like I rather figure it out. Then start over. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That, that's my personality. And that's and that's not just with relationships, it's just with everything. Like anything I've started, I've never quit or gave up on. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. If is I'm, that good or is that good or, I guess that's good or a bad thing? I'm saying some people perspective wise, some people might see that as a bad thing because like people always tell me, Oh, you need to meet new people, you need to do a fresh start, you need to move here, you need to you you feel me? And mm-hmm. that may work. For somebody, it may work for the majority of people, but for me, I'm just, I'm set in my head that that's just not, that's, that's, that's not for me. Mm. So you you don't think sometimes you miss out on opportunities? I probably do, but you're okay with that. I'm 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 a hundred percent okay with that. Okay, okay. So you don't have you don't have. I'm like not a, an opportunist. Okay. So you're not you don't have like one of those. Oh, I regret not. Uh, I regret not. I regret. I I more so regret things that I did versus things that I that didn't, didn't do. do. Okay, yeah. okay, got you, got you, got you. Damn, because I, I remember when I first seen that show, I was like, "Nigga, what? This nigga's a legend." I mean, I lived through you. Like that's okay. I'd be a legend <laughs> if I was still in it right now. <laughs> I tried and I failed. Nah, nah. So you you about maybe take a shot? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's talk about the fucking uh, shots of honesty, man. Thanks for having me a guest on your podcast. Mm-hmm. It was with Star Dawkins and Don High. It was a great episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, shout out to Leek. So what? What? Um, how did that come about? You and Star. So when I was having relationship troubles, like yeah, I, I wanted to create something, and I wanted to create something like I always think about something that's timeless. Like web mm-hmm. series time, we did web series, did movies, uh, did parties was still active and they still are. But um, I wanted to create something, and you know, podcast is trending. So I always had talks with Ricky about having a podcast, and um, literally, I knew Star from she was in my web series Diary of a Cheating Man. Mm-hmm. And her personality is just loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. Mm. Like it's it's potent. I would say she has a potent personality. She's a big. She's a, she's a, like you. She her her energy fills out the room. Yeah. In a great way. Yeah. And I already knew, being on a podcast, I needed somebody that was opposite of me. Like as you see, I'm I'm very chill and laid back. Yeah. You agree? <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I know you. I, I know you. So you're not going to be just, but you're not going to be chilling laid back around me because I know you. Right. So I'm hard. not saying 100% of the time I'm chilling laid back, but just in general, like, I'm not like out there. I'm not loud. I'm not. No, I get you. I, get, I just I, needed somebody. Like, a lot of women aren't like Star. She's different. Oh, definitely not. So I begged her to do it. The, the podcast was supposed to start like six months earlier. I begged her to do it. She at first she agreed and then she just flaked on me. She's like, I can't do it. I'm like, why? I forgot what reason she gave me. Whatever. Then I was having a conversation with Joel around my birthday. He's like, you could ask Star again. So I'm like, all right. I asked Star. She's like, okay, let's do it. And we debuted it on my birthday last year. Um, people loved it. Yeah, for real. And I that on my numbers. And, and to me, <clears throat> numbers aside, like. 
It's a great conversation. Everything we everything we debut, like that's like the trend of 2K Life. I hate Julian. Like everything we debut, like people love, people gravitate to. So that's how we know it's like you feel. It's me? a win, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I will give it. Like it made me step my shit up because I started mine in 2016, and I like I have like a couple. I have one episode that's like 10k, then mm-hmm. the rest are like two, three thousand. Yeah, but it's like. Since I'm doing guests and not necessarily having conversations on particular topics, and one I don't have like a female dynamic, which once again you guys kind of inspired me like yo, I need a female on here. Just I needed, I needed, I needed a woman on there. Cause for per, for perspective, perspective wise, just a different voice to hear. Yeah. Like you, you get me. It just like all from all from all dynamics, it just made sense. Like, and and I wanted it to be based. Our podcast is, it's not limited to but it's based on relationships mm-hmm. and that's something that is timeless yeah that was so the whole business idea behind it was to think about something that's timeless relationship no matter what happens in the world relationships is not gonna go out of style never you you get what I'm saying oh I don't know I feel like a hundred years you think relationships will be a thing in a hundred years relationships will always be a thing you sure bro think about Elon Musk Neuralink always bro they buy, we about to be dog, think about it people cannot People need somebody else. Yeah, but I think the fluidity of it is gonna be like a rap. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be like. What you think it's gonna like? It's not gonna be. What are you talking gonna, about monogamy? You talking about monogamy? I think. I think a hundred years from now, monogamy will be a thing of the past. It's like, whoa, you was with one person. Like, yeah, people are gonna be looking. But at I, I don't think you. I. I think in a hundred years from now, you won't be able to sustain yourself with one person because where the world be, will be moving like you know all those countries all those countries i'm just give you like a weird history fact so for example china had the one the one child rule right oh like in china right? yeah so they based this one child rule now that's population control yeah but now they're having a population problem mm-hmm. mind you, there's 1.4 billion people over there and they're having a problem let's just put that in perspective mm-hmm. and that's 1.4 million with the one child you know, one child rule. Like people can't find partners there. Like it's it's crazy as fuck over there. Like they're in their own world. Like it's you know, but that's not the only place that's happening. That we just they just you know, we're not gonna hear about that news over here. Yeah. But that, that's that's just crazy. So you see you don't see yourself like getting married and that type of shit? Uh I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Can I it. put you on the spot? Go ahead. What about what about Jazzy? You gonna wife it? Uh, you gonna shoot your shot? I mean she playing? She not playing, but I, I think she got a lot of stuff going on. Bruh. I can see it. I want that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want that for my dog. Um, but yeah, I could I could see myself. I'm not against marriage or nothing like that. I just I just gotta be happy. Just like the woman would say the same shit too. Yeah. So do you think you, like you could be like do you ever all right, so at one point in my life I never thought I could be in like in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Right, with one woman and be happy. Right, I experienced that and it was fucking great. It, it was, was great. It was great. So why did it end? My oh, come on! You always know the niggas' fault. Lack of communication, lack of maturity. Not even like lack I'm of maturity. Lie by the way. <laughs> Talking shit. Nah, but lack of maturity in the sense of like at that age, I thought that I was ignorant to think that as long as you don't cheat on your girl, you're a great boyfriend. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's bullshit. No. For me, that's not <laughs> bullshit. But it's so much more. I'll tell you why. Because 
I feel like infidelity, mm-hmm. like just overall, is like was one of my flaws. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, I feel like if I wasn't showing infidelity or or being unfaithful to you, mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was a great boyfriend. But like you said, yeah. that's not true. Like, not to cut you off, like it's it's way more shit that goes into it than that. And like because I always like. I like leaned on my affection. So like because I showed so much affection, so so much public affection, so much I guess like appreciation and stuff, like I would think like, yo, like what else do you want? That, no. Junior, that's, I was doing the, I was doing the same exact thing. Like, I, I thought I literally had a wake up call. I'd be having wake I had a wake up call last night. Like it's just like it's certain shit that I wish I knew. It's like you have to go through things yeah. to understand things. All right, so can I ask you a question? What's up? So a part of me when it comes to dating now, like since that my prior situation, I learned so much. And I, was, I became so aware of the mistakes that I made. And then I understood, like it clicked in my mind as far as like, okay, damn, not, I got the answers now. I got all the answers to the test. But now I can't. I can't retake that test. That's bro. How do I? That's the, how do yo, How do I? I can't. Are you? Hold on. Do you follow me on Twitter? Yeah, I'm. A, I just. I literally. I woke up at like two a.m. last night, and I was just deep in my thoughts. And I'm like, I literally just tweeted. I was like, life is like a a bad teacher. It gives you the test first, and then the lesson after. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what yeah, you just saying. said, and that's and that's spooky as fuck because I just tweeted that yesterday. Like, yeah, cause I have, I I probably don't have all the answers now, but I feel like I have all the answers now. Yeah. But it's like you. No, can't. you have you have we have all the answers for that particular test, but we don't have the answers for the next one. But we take that test again, we're getting hundred percent every time. And that's that's and how, I can't, that's how, that's how you asked me. You was like, would you be in that again? I said, yeah, with the same, same people. people. Yeah, you're right. You get that. That's yeah. where my answer came from because. I know I have like sat with my wrongs. I've sat with mm. everything. And I'm not saying I, I'm fully a different person. Yeah. Because I'm probably not. I am. Only because I had a daughter. Well, that's Strictly. different. I have no children. Yeah. Savage. Be a savage forever. <laughs> I'm not going to be a savage forever. <laughs> no, but I, I, um, I just feel like now that I got all the answers, like, nigga, I really want to retake this motherfucking test just to... To show that's the type of the, yeah. my, like my pride is like I just want to prove to you that I, like I could be like yeah. I just unfortunately I just had to we not even mm-hmm. I we just had to do go through such and so that's why I just don't give up on people or things like mm-hmm. you feel me like it's a lot of people that started businesses that they no longer do that business mm-hmm. I'm like it's two K for life it's tatted on me yeah like everything I start like. I have a for life mentality mm-hmm. and I put that on my social media before like my for life mentality at sometimes it's a gift sometimes it's a curse yeah, I mean, that's what any, everything anything yeah. and everything we believe in but I mean the the fact what I liked about that prior situation was that the fact that I knew how to I learned in that situation how to love something unconditionally with no fear because you can love somebody but when you love somebody with no fear Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a, another level. Yeah. Like right. I don't even think about like. Do you watch Dragon Ball Z? I used to. All right. Like, you heard, you heard, well, the new one. This nigga Goku went Ultra Instinct. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't even think about anything he does anymore. It's just a natural fluidity of life and motion and everything around him. That's how when I when I felt and I got to that level and something happened and 
I knew I could never question her love for me. So now that I knew I could, I now that I knew that, I was like all in a, a billion percent. But it was just a little too late. Nah, that's Things facts. happen or whatever. But it fucks me up, man. I feel like I can't move on. I, I just move on from what to something else. I mean, I feel the same way. That shit, I, I feel, what, I feel stuck. A, a partner? Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I just feel stuck, bro. I don't know what the fuck to do. I mean, shit. I don't know. I, I can't. I don't I just, got the answers. I wait till Rihanna. Rihanna DMs me back. That's something. your crush? Not even. Mm. My my crush right now is probably like a porn star, Misty Stone. I don't watch porn. You don't watch porn? I don't. No more. I never did. Nah, I think. I mean, it's first and wild podcast. Growing up, since I was like six years old, I overwatch porn. Nigga, how the fuck you find porn? Oh no, yeah, you're you're. It's a long story. I'm not gonna put people out, but I was watching my family members porn. What? Like I was not. They wasn't (laughs) allowing me. No, 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 no. You you, wait. Their porn collection. I found like their porn stash. Oh, I thought you meant your family members porn. I like nigga. Before social media, before six years, you're six years. Yeah. I I was just me being like an inquisitive child. Of course, found their porn stash. I was in. I was overindulging in that, and I felt like once I became an adult, like that didn't become a. Yeah, I was a late bloomer, so it doesn't really affect me. I, what's a late bloomer? You say you lost your virginity at 16. seventeen, but I really didn't have start having sex till like eighteen. Like I didn't start beating my own dick till I was like 21, 22. That's see, like that's the thing. I was doing that at like nine years old, yeah. all the way up until like twenty years old, and then. I just had an epiphany. I'm yeah. like, I'm not doing this no more. I don't do that. But I, I watch like now. It's just I watch stuff that I like. I can't like I can't do. If I feel like I can't do it, I'm like I will watch it. It's but, nothing I feel like I can't do. Oh well, I haven't met those women yet. I have, but I just feel like I don't know. I'm very. I'm very. I don't have an addictive personality. I do. Yeah, so I can watch porn every week. Like I haven't watched porn like the whole. For a minute, because I feel like my job now is so overnight. I'm I'm so back nonstop. Yeah, that that's gonna like uh, do that shit, nigga. Oh, it's a wrap, nigga. I'm done for the day. I'm knocked out. I'm I'm drained. I can't do function. I'm gonna be too tired. So I just like, no, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> Fuck it. I need my energy. Yeah. Oh no, but um, let's jump into the music. Uh, when we start taking music serious, Shoot. feed my ego. Like you low key shocked me, bro. I, I was not expecting what I heard. I was very impressed. Um, but you had a cheat code because you were doing it before, which I didn't know either. What well, I mean, you can call it a cheat code, but music and structuring music and making music was totally different. So, like I said, I did music in high school. I made two mixtapes my senior year. Um, this is back when you had to burn a CD. Mm, that piss. I literally, I remember I begged my mom to buy me a hundred blank CDs at Target yeah. so I could burn it. I spent three days burning all this thing, writing on the CD. Yeah. Boom. And like my first mixtape in high school was called Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Even though I was a senior, it was Rookie of the Year because I'm new to rap. And then people loved it so much. I was like, I got to drop another mixtape. I dropped another mixtape at the end of the senior year. And I call it Victory Lap because I'm never going to see these people. Yeah. This is 2008. I called it Victory Lap. And I feel like I was ahead of my time. I got to college. I wasn't really trying to do that no more because in high school I was a big fish in a small pond. Then when I got to college, he's a little fish again, little fish in a big pond. So I I can honestly say that I was, um, I guess 
unmotivated like you know i'm i was so used to, for four years i was so used to being a big fish in the little pond this was like new territory for me like damn it's thirty thousand people that go to the school like i'm just a regular citizen yeah. a regular student so i threw the whole rap shit away um and then i moved in with my boy des 2019 mm-hmm. he's been producing making beats and hey, i need i think they send me some beats what you doing just beats for my podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, we got you on that. Yeah, I need that like ASAP. Literally, and and literally, that's why I say why everything is like a fucking. It's like a disguised blessing mm-hmm. because he been making beats. He been doing the whole music stuff. Shout out to only from here. They been like doing it, and I never was interested at the time. I was just into my relationship, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't even have like an open eye or ear to what they doing. Living with him, open my ear, open my eye. I would hear him making beats and stuff. I'd be in my room, like mm-hmm. he would have the speakers loud as fuck, and I'd just be like rapping to it in my room. Came out, I'm like, one day Chizzy made a beat. I was making some eggs. <laughs> I was like, let me record to this. He was like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, record to it. And then boom, it was the song, Which One? And then I'm like, damn, this shit kind of dope. I made a little thriller video, thriller, mm-hmm. thriller, whatever it's called. Yeah. Made a video to it. Put it out on my story and then post it on my real page just to show people I was having fun. Zoe Dollar sent me back like, yo, send me that. I'm like, for real? He like, yeah. Sent it to him. He didn't do a verse. So I'm like, uh, you feel me? I'm not yeah. taking it seriously. I sent it to uh, my boy, Ben Adon. He's like, oh, that shit fire. I'm like, send me a verse. He's like, I got you. He then sent a verse. I made this song in November. In February, it was November when I made it. In February, Zoe Dallas calls me one day. I was trying to get him on a podcast. Yeah. We was trying to schedule that. He called me. He's like, yo, I could do your podcast tonight. I'm free. And we usually do it at Star Studio Sweet Cookie Wash. But he's like, but only thing is I need you to come, from, come to me. He lives in Miami. I'm like, all right, I'll ask Star. So he calls me back like, yo, if you come to me, that verse you asked me for, I'll do it the same time after the podcast. I'm like, shit. I told Star, I'm like, yo, we got to go. We go to Miami. Yeah. He does the verse in front of me. Boom. That's solidified. So at that point, I'm like, okay, me and Zoe Dollars, I got a feature. Um, So I put out, I made a cover art with just me and Zoe Dollars. Mm-hmm. Ben Adonsia. Ben Adonsia. He's like, yo, that's the song you wanted me on? I'm like, yeah. He's like, say less. I'm going to do it. Then he puts his verse. So yeah. then it's me, Zoe Dollars, Ben Adon. And that's Star Studded, whatever. That's my first single. God, look at what? <laughs> I put it out. People gravitate into it. People like it. And then at that point, that was enough for me to be motivated. Mm-hmm. Like after that point, I didn't need nothing else to be motivated. And then that now here we are now. Feed my ego. Feed my ego. Yeah, thank you for allowing me to be a part of that project last minute. Facts, but you came through in the clutch. Oh, you my dog, bro. I cause cause I, I know you got, me quit. you got me every. You plugged me in on everything because literally, if you if we didn't, that's if we didn't. Where, where were we that night? That I saw you somewhere that? before. Oh, Man the Man's Gang's video, music video. Yeah, shoot. but had I not seen you, cause I didn't invite you there. Yeah, we we spoke earlier that week. Nah, I think Gary invited. I didn't. Who invited you? What, I don't know. I didn't invite nobody to that video shoot because it wasn't my video. Yeah, but what, I would have to see y'all somewhere prior to for him to invite me. I don't remember. It mm, was Memorial whatever. Day weekend though. Yeah. 
whatever. We met up. Yeah. Ricky was there. Yeah, I was talking to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky told you the whole idea. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Don Hot and you. Yeah. Shout out to Don Hot. I fought with you. He flaked on me. So I needed you not only to be there, but I need you to find me another DJ. Yeah. <laughs> you found me another DJ. That shit was a success. It was a dope yeah. production because, like, for a dude doing their first project, they not doing stuff like that. No, but let me, and I'll tell you why. Me, me personally, I will go out of my way for you every time because I know you're doing things the right way and I know you have a strategy. So even if, like I told you, you said, oh, you need to be my Jesus, like, nigga, I will be your DJ because for you because I know we can create something together. We're very innovative. We're creative. We're entertainers. And I know, like, we can put together a great show set. And not only that, back to my personality type. We, the chemistry we have yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna gravitate to somebody I have a chemistry with yeah like, with 12 years into this yeah so facts like, yeah. and like I like I know I have a big personality because I remember uh, I, there was a time where a lot of artists were asking to be the, me to be the hype man and I remember one time a BB artist hip hop artist both both mm. and I remember one time a BB came to me and was like we're doing a, oh the show at fucking um Revolution. It was uh Wale. Don Trip. Uh, Wale. Was it? Wale? Yeah, Wale. Yeah, I, I was there. Yeah, I think you hosted it. No, no, I didn't host it. I was oh. with the artist. Was you? I was just accompanying Nachi. He he DJ for oh. Don Trip. Don Trip. No, yeah. not Don Trip. Something Somewhere. Marshall. Fred Marshall. Marshall. That's who I was a hype man for. You was the hype man. And for, Nachi was the DJ. DJ. So, B was like, "Damn, you could have sworn it was like your song." I was like, "I need to learn how to." That day I learned how to okay, you gotta learn how to play your position in the moment that you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So even so I, I remember when you called me and I was put in that situation, I was like, all right. Or even at the pool party. Like I gotta make at the end of the day, I'm you might still be book me to be the filler. Yeah. But I gotta make sure you are the guy. And I don't have no problem being that because if niggas know that you know. Right. But for the public, I get it. Like it's Julian's time. That nigga needs to be front and center. Mm-hmm. Let's go. That's why I was so upset. I was legit mad that day. I was so fucking mad. The thing is that with with pool parties, like my mind, it I'm not like for you and not to discredit you, but like you have one job. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm there to. Yeah, I get it. I get it. For, with me, it's so much. Mm-hmm. I got uh celebrities calling me. People that I fought with for nine years yeah. calling me like, oh, I'm at the like I can never the pool party for me to be an MC like I would literally have to have a secretary with my phone. Yeah. So my- so like I'm not like that's so because like the last pool party right before Corona, I I guess I was doing a good job. Slim commended me on my good job. That I was doing MCing with the DJs and. You just disappeared. I disappeared. <laughs> I but left, but it wasn't purpose. It's not I, like I, I know it wasn't on purpose, but I make sure like to make other people feel comfortable. Sometimes I need like anywhere, any 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 building you were in, in a situation you were in, you're a DJ or MC or artist. Like you want to give that next person in front of you or behind you that respect. Right. I got to give you your space because I would like my space too. Like just like anybody else will. So right. let me just remove myself from here, so it can be all be about right. Julian you didn't and do DJ. Wrong. Yeah, it's just that it's it's like it's so many things. It's yeah. like I got vendors call, not not only just celebrities. I'm not trying to like make myself seem cool. Vendors yeah. calling me, the owner from the the venue itself is calling me like, yo, 
okay, at 3 p.m., y'all was supposed to make another $2,000. So it's just so much. It's like yeah, I yeah. can't focus on... It, it's just weird. No, I, I, totally, I totally get it. I, I get it. I understand. But I just like... Sometimes, like, yo... It's know. hard being a part of the entertainment yeah, and also being a part of the logistics and the operations. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. If I could, if I didn't have nothing to worry about, I would be on it. The mic. But that was one of, that was one of the best ones though. Find yeah. the vibe music. I, you know why? Because people just knew this is a, this is the last, last shit one. we're gonna enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> like shit about to get crazy. It's like people just knew, like I don't think they knew it was gonna corona's gonna be like this long. Yeah, but it was like we're gonna be in for that for a while. But that shit. So everybody was in a good it wasn't our most packed, and I could say that. Mm-hmm. Like we usually like I would Triple say that. our average attendance is like twenty six hundred. We probably had like twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. So, but it was the right twelve hundred. But yeah, every all of the twelve hundred just knew like mm-hmm. this is it right here. Like yeah. this is your last party. Yeah. And then we had we had flamethrowers. I don't know if that was your idea. No, the, it wasn't your idea, but you kind of sparked the idea. We had flamethrowers on stage. Yeah. And, like we we took the production level up a notch. Yeah, the production was been good. Yeah, and the man. sound was amazing. We didn't we didn't make those sound mistakes. <laughs> she was and all the DJs did were good. great. Yeah, they were great. Shout out DJ six thirty. Six thirty did good. Um, firm firm music. Or, yeah, firm. firm music. They did really good. They did. They did a, like. They, they did an amazing job. They, that set was needed. Needed. Yeah. They broke up the monotony. They came from behind the booth to in front of the booth. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. They, 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 like I, I, like when we spoke about them in the beginning. You know, I'm gonna have a bias towards the centrics every time, but they firm. Like I always told you, like me listening to them from when I've heard them, we're not being consistent. Yeah. So I've heard them do very, very well, and I've heard them do, eh. Yeah. But I, I never heard them trash. Yeah. I can say that I never he, heard them not, trash. Honestly, he said that to me. I never heard them trash, but I've never seen, I've seen the up and down. But they're a young sound; they're gonna figure it out. My thing is just like, do you want this to be the platform they figure it out? Because you have a, you've built the name that to a certain extent, exactly. Yeah. But they came and they did something that no one expected them to do, and it fucking worked amazingly. And they didn't play none of like the cliche songs. No. Like they played. Like- they they did. But they they finessed it and they went a whole different direction. But they right. snuck in a couple commercial songs, which you kind of have to. You're I right. get it. But they they did amazing. I think they played the best all night, to be honest. No, they did. They, Their they energy played, yeah. was unmatched. They did. They did. Worm did an amazing job. Credit when credit's due. But nigga, we trapped inside now. So what's up, man? And I just want to shout out to the amazing idea that uh, I was harassing um. Uh, Julian to do for me. Uh, so, pretty much the, the other studio with Kyle and his setup that he had. Yeah, we got to use. The, remember that little private party we just talked about? No, we're about to do that. Oh, see, you don't even. I don't even know if I want you to say that right now. All right, too late. Well, well this is gonna come out like three weeks, so you'll be fine. Okay. So, um, yeah. So my friends, shout out to DJ Deron Juan and uh, Beat Out out of North Carolina. They do this IG DJ Life thing, and this is post uh, versus with Beat Man and Bounty. And I was like, yo. I saw Kyle's spot. I was like, nigga, I gotta do this shit here. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the beanie bounce. I was like, nigga, I gotta have a fucking artist. Right. And I was like, Julie. Reach out to me, yeah. And that shit was like to this day, when I go on the live, yeah, people will comment on like, bro, it ain't like fucking Slim City had a nigga had art. Like the whole time you threw me off, I'm thought I thought every DJ that was involved was doing something like this. Nah, nigga. Nah. We had fucking fireworks and shit, all type of shit. That I'm about to use that space. That you need to. It's, it's it's come on. And That's I why I brought you there. My next project. Lit. No, nah, I'm gonna learn the music. I'm gonna learn the music. I might let you hear it after this. It's finished. Everything. 
everything. So if, is it like locked somewhere I can listen to it in the car or No, you on have the phone? to listen. Right now. You doing it Kanye style? Like on the USB? No, right <laughs> now I'm not giving it to nobody because it's not mixed and mastered fully. But like if you want to, I could bring you in the car and we could do like a car test. Bet. If you good, if you got the time. No, I got the time. What time is it? What's time recording for? I'm fine. Anything else you want to mention? Shit. What's up? Um, Intuition 2. I'm about to start filming that. Oh, where with um Same people. Same production crew. Down here? Shout out to Ricky. Yep. I, I started filming that. So Ricky moving back? He's not moving back. He's moving back to do, do this. this and going back. Right. Damn. He's going to be big one day. So I'm about to start filming a movie. That's that's going to be like a three-week process. Three mm-hmm. weeks. Like every day straight filming. Um, What else? And then I got my project. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to put this out there. Nigga, I was mad I didn't get invited to your video shoot that was down on the little corner store spot. Oh, yeah, my fault. It looked, I mean, it looked lit. to be honest, I just invited. that. That's where my dad lives. So mm. I just invited people from the hood. A lot of people was mad. And I wouldn't have stayed, though, but I told you I was going to ride through. <laughs> I was like, nigga. That was like early corona. <laughs> like, I would have rode, yo. A lot of nigga, my dad's friends was hitting me up like, yo, why you ain't invited? I'm like, I can't think of all of y'all. <laughs> but I got more video shoots. Yeah, I'm sliding. Yeah. And shout out to the, uh, what was the one you released on OnlyFans? Sex Symbol. Se- oh, that was fucking genius. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I had, when you told me you were doing that song, th- that idea was in my mind. Right. Like, don't even be in that motherfucker. No, because the reason why I didn't want to be in it because the song... I already like I think about all my audiences. So like the song Sex Symbol, I feel like a dude typically is not gonna listen to it. No. I'm talking about what I'm doing to a girl yeah. during sex. A dude really not gonna listen to it. So I'm like, if I throw myself in the video and make it be all about me and girls hunching on me and shit, like a nigga's not gonna even watch the video. Like yeah. I don't wanna see this nigga. So I'm like, a way I could get a dude to watch the video is just make it all girls. Mm. So that could tap, like, they're not gonna turn off if they see the girls. Definitely not. If they see me, they might turn off. So I'm yeah. like, okay, a girl-centered song, let's make it about girls in a video. Yeah. So now I could get the era of dudes. Yeah, I, I was like, I should've called you, but I was just like, they shouldn't even be in this shit, it'd be crazy. People yeah. were saying like they want, girls were saying they wanted me to be in it, but I. Of course girls gonna say that. I'm gonna be in all of my other. That's the only video I'm not gonna be in. Yeah. <laughs> you should have a song like that on every album. I got a song. That's why I can't wait to let you hear it. Right. Oh, lit, lit, lit. Um, listen up, man. Judy got a new project coming out in for your birthday. Oct- nah, October. It's coming out October. October. I just shot. I shot three videos in three days for Feed My Ego, and I'm shooting a video tomorrow. So I got four videos dropping, two in August, two in September, and then my new project in October. If I'm your DJ, I need a, I need a cameo. That's fine. I I didn't shoot everything I shot was off my old project. Feed my ego. That's old to me now. That's not. It's old. Damn. At least I'm in the performance. That shit was dope though. Y'all did a good job with that. Shout out to production team. Yeah, that's old. So like, I got a new project. I ain't gonna drop the name yet because it's it's too early. But October, maybe October. What October second? <laughs> One of them Fridays in October, I'm gonna drop it. All right, man. Uh, so Intuition coming out, new music coming out. Intuition gonna come out next year. Are you gonna drop a single before you drop the full project? No singles. I'm just dropping a project because literally, it's no skips. No so skips. Like, I'm gonna let the people decide the single. 
Oh, baby. Okay, okay. That's fair enough. That's what's up, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to rock with me, but uh, you know, it means I appreciate a lot. you for having me. So, for let everybody know your Instagram and everything where they can find you. Everything I hate Julian, SoundCloud, I hate Julian, Apple Music, I hate Julian, Instagram, title. I hate Julian, Title, I hate Julian, Spotify, I hate Julian, YouTube, I hate Julian, Twitter, I hate Julian. <laughs> everything. No, no underscores, no numbers, Nothing. no none of that. That's what's up, man. This is the first one of our podcast. Thank you so much. Appreciate you for having me.